Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, uh, I'm Matt Cannon. I'm back from the desert. I survived uh, those incredible temperatures. Anyway, sit right there. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about Mar- uh, Punisher, X Force, Thor. So much Marvel to catch up on, and we're, we'll be right back. So hang out. <laughs> Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks Marvel. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> I like the number of times you tried to say Marvel, but you realized you had more to say before Marvel. Yep. So it's like, Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, this is Matt, 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 Wondering how Burning Man was. Burning Man is always great. Always great. It's always great. This is your first year. I barely saw you. It was fantastic. (laughs) We were very close, very far. Yeah, Uh, we we were. We were were just like hundreds of feet away, but miles. We we, we were like twenty feet away from each other's tent, and then like, hey, Koi, how's it going? Bye. Oh, there's a monkey in the desert. I have to find it. It's very important. Gets on the the monkey that looked like a gummy bear. That guy was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Everyone should go. Uh, Everyone should go to Burning Man uh, at least once. It may not be for you, but. At least then you'll know stuff. All right. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, not Burning Man News. Uh, this is episode 147. It's 147, right? Right? Uh, I think it was 147. Yeah, I forgot to change that. Thank you, Associate Producer Ollie. Uh, episode 147, coming to you live from the ruins of Asgard. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Oh, yes. Uh, but that's pretty good. Uh, and we, uh, we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. That's what our show does. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at YouTube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. Also on their website, Popcorn Talk Network.com or on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Also on Facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and guys, if you'll tweet a link out, uh, a link to our show on your Twitter with a message telling people that there's a live chat that they can come participate in right now, Aunt Anthony from the booth will retweet you. Ciao, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's going to be a great one. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Um, my name is Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined, as always, by Markia McCarty at M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Yeah. <laughs> Made it into a question. Why? <laughs> yeah. Because she loves you. Yeah. Aww. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We also have Koi Jandro over there uh, at C O Y J A N D R E A U. You. You. <laughs> uh, and our internet sounds so using my phone. I'm not being rude. I just want to communicate. Uh, and uh, it's your birthday this week. It is. I'm Happy Friday. birthday. This is my birthday show. Very Happy excited. birthday. My you're, last year in my twenties. You're gonna be 25, right? 20, 25 years young. Born in 1988. 29. It's scary. Oh, so, I hate you so much. So spry, achy. Oh, oh. I'm doing so good in my life. I'm all my feminine. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Aunt Anthony in the booth. Hi, Aunt Anthony. We've got Colt Badeau tweeting from the Star Jammer, and we have associate producer 
Ollie. Over Hi guys. Here. I'm so happy. It's so cool to see this little reunion yeah. going on. So nice, isn't yeah. it? It's beautiful. It's been a while. Arkia did awesome, uh, by the way. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Oh, of course she did. Don't think I did No question about it. Never think I did investigate <laughs> thoroughly and watch and make sure she agrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank Yay. you. Yay. Uh, and now I, I want to remind everyone that we are doing our best to keep to a format of only an hour. Uh, and we are three minutes into that. So we may have to cut some stories. We saw all the stories. We just may not have time to, to talk about all of them. So please forgive us. But first up is Punisher. We have so many new pictures of Punisher to go yes. through. Uh, first of all, we have some weird security footage. I don't know what that's all about. And it looks like th- this is taken, apparently, when Punisher still had his family. So what's going on there? What's yeah, and it looks like he's got the the manscaped beard. Yeah, uh, the manscaped. Yes, his quaffed, coughed her suit. Pers- yeah, uh, apparently persona. with the death of one's family, you just you you get rid of all. Yeah, of this. get rid of all. Sure. Of this. Yeah, and this then she matter. and it seems like his wife knows something is going on. She's like, oh, there's a camera. That's my impression of Frank Castle's wife. <laughs> oh. oh, there's a camera. Maybe it's uh, a body cam. Ooh, maybe. Ooh. 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 Uh, I have I have a theory as to what's going on there, but let's get through these pictures. Also, then Empire released these images. Uh, we've got a behind-the-scenes shot of, of Frank uh, Castle, played by John Bernthal, setting up a sniper. 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 You know. Sniper? You know. Military's yeah, favorite gun. Sniper. Yeah. Uh, it's a new gun. <laughs> uh, Everybody knows about it. Uh, and then we've got our first look at uh, Ebon Moss Backrock, I believe is his name. The actor playing Micro, a.k.a. David Lieberman. Uh, the only thing that Frank Castle has that comes close to a best friend, more of a I trust you and you trust me because if we don't trust each other, we both die sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got uh, this really cool image that I think this was just released today. Um, and uh, this is what I want to start getting into. I think... I think that the spy camera stuff is being set up by the U.S. government because mm-hmm. Frank Castle was a whistleblower. And, like, all the stuff that happened in Daredevil Season 2 uh, with, like, the mob killing his family and all that stuff, I think, like, that was wholly separate from whatever else was already going on in Frank Castle's life. Like, he's just that wound up in the affairs of... Well, and then I'll say this is an interesting anti-hero angle uh, because it'll give us, like, where some governments will be after him, some bad guys will be after him. Like, it, yeah. it gives them that, like, man-on-an-island feel. Yeah. Like, there's no one that isn't after Frank Castle. Because if he's a whistleblower, there are governments that don't want us to know what he knows. And then yeah. he's also, like, after crime syndicates. So I love that idea because it puts us... Every man against Castle. Yeah. Yeah, no one is his real friend. Which is how yeah. the comics are, which is how it should be. Like, yeah. he, like when he teams up with Spider-Man, it's not on purpose. Like, yeah. it's very begrudgingly and stuff happens. Yeah, so, exactly. And and I think the, the... Have you seen the ads with the all the uh, blacked Black, out... Yeah, I think we have that video to show. Excellent. So that, that leads credence to that. And it also, like, it has micro-mention and everything else. I'm excited. Yeah. Can we go ahead and watch that real quick, Am Anthony? Just, just real fast. Real, real fast. I know you're pulling it up. There we there go. It is. Yeah, there Operation is. Cerberus. Yeah. Whistleblower. Micro. Identified as Frey. Micro. Operation Kandahar. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot. Confidential. But it gives that tell from it. But, but yeah, so I think. And you know how Netflix always divides their season up between, like, here's a bad guy for the first six episodes, mm-hmm. here's a bad guy for the last six mm-hmm. or seven, whatever? I think that's probably what's going to happen here, where it starts off with he's hunting down criminals. In uh, New York, Hell's Kitchen area, uh, Operation Kandahar, all that stuff with Micro, like uh, uh, Operation Cerberus, whatever. 
bears down on him and he has to handle like running from the government and i think while he's running from the government that's those are the bad guys for the first six mm. uh doing their best to do a cover-up uh billy russo aka jigsaw. jigsaw is in the background and i think maybe he's part of kandahar like maybe they use criminals in some capacity so he's hunting him down he's part of it then the last the back half of the season is jigsaw billy russo mm-hmm. stuff like that i'd that's, love a slow burn of jigsaw me too. I'd Me like too. him to be part of his past and present. Like I'd like that yeah. character to be like well entranced in in into his yeah. life, like in the background until he's no longer in the background. Because the yeah. worst thing Luke Cage did was get rid of uh, yeah. Cottonmouth because we'd lost the momentum. If yeah. they keep yeah. him for and momentum, the thing of it is, is that they focused on a wrong second bad guy. They needed yeah. to focus on Mariah yeah. as yeah. being like a kingpin like character, yeah. and have her in shades and do that. And then they waited until too late in the season to kind of bring that kind of bring that back. Yeah, diamond diamond. Back was just so that was a that was yeah was a weird cartoony. Button. But with this, you can like cartoon, you can learn yeah. from that that like you know quote unquote mistake and keep mm-hmm. a villain throughout and make mm-hmm. it like his Purple Man was incredible because you felt how important that character was yeah. to our lead. Yeah, and you felt his presence the entire show, right. even when he was barely there. You and were he like, was part Ooh. of her past and her present, yeah. which is what made him so scary. So hopefully, yeah. Well, and that's the thing that Diamondback should have been in Luke Cage. He mm-hmm. he was never a part of his past until all of a sudden he was a part of his. Yeah, like, yeah. Why is they, your like, brother who just manifested. Yeah, your adopted brother whom you've never mentioned before. <laughs> uh, what is going on? This episode of the soap opera is really weird. <laughs> yeah, he's back from the dead in the hospital. Yeah. He's a doctor. I have a brother. What? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got those new pictures, uh, and I, I, I've just stated my uh, my my theory. Now we've got some pictures that were just released this morning from Netflix. Uh, we've got a picture of uh, Frank Castle in Operation, uh, uh, like presumably Kandahar, uh, for whatever Operation Cerberus was. Like at least that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm declaring like this is something called Operation Cerberus. It's a three-headed dog, whatever, uh, and uh, he's a part of it in Kandahar, and that's his like origin story instead of Vietnam, which makes total sense. Uh, here we've got uh, a Micro David Linus Lieberman, played by Eben Moss Backrack. Backrack. Uh, we've got a second picture here. This is I, I love this picture because uh, you can see him a little bit better. Though the other picture is pretty cool too. Uh, this is Ben Barnes playing Billy Russo, and he is uh, he's got Curtis Hoyle there, played by Jason Moore. Curtis Hoyle, if I remember correctly, was part of Frank Castle's regiment. I mm. think he's cool. looking very nifty there. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, Micro's wife. Micro also has two children. Uh, I think we could probably expect to see them come under threat. Most and likely. maybe probably murdered. I mean, in a terrible, terrible, show. awful thing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So uh, I don't see good things for her future in the show. Uh, here we see Agent Dinah Madini. Uh, and I think this is Sicario. I had to do a little sleuthing, but I think this is Sicario, played by Amber Rose Riva and Raul Torres. Uh, and they are, if I remember correctly, they're FBI agents who are on the hunt for Castle. Not Homeland Security? Maybe they're... Are they Homeland Security? Maybe they're Homeland Security? They're... I feel like they're more federal than local. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's so, I mean, look at the look of them. They're, yeah. they're federal. Yeah, so they've got police vests on there, but I don't... They're... I think they're on a sting with the police. Yeah. I don't think they're actual cops. Like, I don't oh. think cops are chasing him down. Yeah, I know. Cops agreed. tend to be, I don't know, a little grittier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when, they're, when they're played in television. Yeah, so. agreed. Uh, and here we have a couple pictures of Karen Page, played by Deborah Ann Wall. Uh, she apparently plays a relatively large part in the in the series, and here she's meeting with Castle uh, covertly. I love yeah. their relationship. And then in behind yeah, both of them, Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, at a, at the bridge. 
So, cool picture. Everyone must shoot at this bridge. Everyone has a shoot rule. At this bridge. Go to this spot. Go to this spot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we don't have any actual news. And in fact, what's, uh, what's very odd about all of this is that that, the, the poster that they released, the, the covert ops blackout tape, whatever, uh, it says a date at the bottom 2017, but the date is scratched out and it just says 2017. So it's like, well, October, November, it's that, like, there's three yeah. months left. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm, I'm guessing be Thanksgiving. Just... I'm guessing because we need to have something to binge. Yeah. So... How cool yeah, would it be to just like turn turkey. on Netflix yeah. and have Punisher on it? Like, I hope I... we never know. I hope we just find just out there. by being like, "Oh, Punisher's here." I think there's, mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. That'd be I, so cool because I know, like, New York Comic Con is in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. um, and they they are. Uh, let's see, I've, I've got it here. Uh, Marvel and New York Comic Con plans to show Runaways, Punisher, and Agents of Shield stuff. Um, they're just like, here's episode one. Also, turn on your TVs. There's the rest. That's what I'm wondering if they're going to do. <laughs> they do like, all of that in Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Everything you have to solve. Yeah. Go yeah. through the pu- like paperwork and puzzle it. Every single and... episode, you have to figure out how to do a digital download. Oh, you got to earn. You got to earn your Punisher. Uh, It'd be but... pretty cool if they use it as like a gimmick, as he's like a whistleblower, and he does a he does a little video like, guys, I have the release date for my show, and he like kind of gives it out to the public in that kind of. Uh, Manner. Yeah, that's Snowden oh, hack at <laughs> Edward Snowden's the only one who can figure Snowden's out when. the only one that can get us Punisher on yeah. Netflix. Snowden, we're watching you. Help we're looking Snowden. to you. You're early Be early. a hero. Yes. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I, I really think that they're going to make a lot of announcements for Punisher there, but I kind of hope they don't give us a release date. I'd love if it just was on Netflix. I, and I think that there's like something to like creating a fervor for like, oh, you want the release date? You can't have it. I yeah. also wouldn't release it early November because uh, Stranger Things is is the last week of October. Stranger Ooh, Things is, is October 28th, nice. which is very important to me. Good call. Uh, so they shouldn't oh. do it within those next two, three weeks because that would be, you know, yeah. your own audience. So yeah. either, happens. either later, like second or third week of November or like early October mm-hmm. is my guess. Jack in the chat brought up a Hi, point. Jack in the chat. Jack in the chat. Just Jack. Jack in the chat. It's a Friday and I believe it's Veterans Day or the day before. So that's a prediction from him. So mm. what do you guys yeah, think about Veterans Day? November, be November 11th is Veterans Day. That'd be amazing. And give people two weeks to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. That's a solid, that's a solid choice. I like that a lot. I like that choice. <laughs> Good work, Jack in the chat. <laughs> Jack in the chat. Uh, all right, let's move on to X Force, who has hired Drew Goddard as a writer and director. I love Drew Goddard so much. Tell, uh, tell us why. Uh, Drew Goddard has been a, an important factor of Daredevil being as good as it was. Cabin in the Woods is incredible. He knows his comics. He wrote a Sinister Six script that's apparently amazing. Uh, the guy loves comics, knows comics, is a great writer. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of his directing, but he's done episodes of like House of Cards. He helped create House of Cards. The guy is brilliant and. He loves the medium, and that's mm-hmm. really going to shape why X-Force is going to be different, because this is a show that could be, a movie that could be awful. Like, X-Force is the 90s dist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, we need someone It has cares. the possibility of being a huge, flaming mm-hmm. train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. It. It's a team-up of R-rated characters, and we saw what happened with a director that didn't love the source material. <laughs> um, so I really want to see a director that loves it make this work. And we've got Brolin as Cable. We've got Ron Reynolds as Deadpool. There's a built-in audience, so I think they'll have more room to play with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Drew, Drew, Drew Goddard can do a lot because people are already going to see this movie if it's right. So I hope they lean into the pouches and make it awesome. <laughs> lean into the pouches. Uh, well, according to uh, the reports, X-Force is expected to revolve heavy, heavily around Deadpool and Cable, and they will lead a team of black ops that are uh, filled with down-and-dirty mutant warriors. 
who are way more brutal than their X-Men counterparts. And that's essentially like, hey, we're just going to describe the plot of the X-Force comics to you. Right. Yeah. Now it's in a movie. Like, yeah, yeah, on screen. And like ever, most of what this guy's done has been really, really good and really geeky. So yeah. I think it's the perfect time. Well, I mean, he was, uh, he was a big, you know, uh, architect for Daredevil and the Defenders mm-hmm. and the whole like Netflix right. sort of and a little bit of Cloverfield yeah. that did okay. Yeah, did all right. You know, it's fine. Yeah, right. it's okay. Okay. Whatever. Just change sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that I'm, I like, I saw that news. Like, that was one of the first things I, I saw when we got back from the desert. I was like, oh yes, well, these I, are good signs. Giant <laughs> Spider-Man fan. He Sinister Six, and I was like Sinister Six, and then I read his name, and I was like Sinister Six. Sinister Six. <laughs> so that's a lot of faith. All right, skibbity bop 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 bop. Jessica Chastain has revealed she isn't playing Lalandra, and uh, nerds all over the world side. Um, and, and frustration because she would be great as a Lalandra. So good. Uh, uh, and, and hopefully we still get Lalandra. Like, please do not take the cosmic element away from the Phoenix Fox. Like, please, like, you're doing... Grounded you guys drew, and you guys drew Goddard on X Force. Yeah, right. Like, I hate those words. <laughs> like, I hate those I'm words so much. Hate those words so Grounded, much. Grounded and real are oh. this decade's gritty reboot. Oh, I wow. feel like the, those two words are, wow. are Batman yeah. Begins and Dark Knight gave us gritty reboot, and for some reason mm. now we're grounded and real, and I'm exhausted. Like, stop it. Just stop, stop it. it. Go don't play in the get, sandbox. Get Go rid play. of those. Yeah. Like, they're, they're still following the examples of, like, Frank Miller's Batman and Alan Moore's Watchmen, where it's like, ooh, dark and gritty and It's like that works for something, like The Punisher. It's like, yeah, but it's like, no, we also have the Avengers, and there's a dude in a suit of armor that could never exist flying around with a god of thunder from another realm. Like, come yeah. on, guys. Yeah, we like, got this space bird. How do we make that work for $12? Yeah. Gritty and real. <laughs> Gritty and real. Like, I hope that doesn't play. Uh, but she, so she, uh, she said on Instagram, I believe, hey, folks, want a scoop? I'm not playing Lalandra, dot, dot, dot. Uh, I have a theory, Valerie Cooper. Government agent Valerie Cooper trying to bring the X-Men into the fold to create X-Factor. Oh, okay. All right, I'm into it. That works. Yeah, that, that plays. Right, cool. Uh, let's move on because we only have an hour. Casual acceptance with no, 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 no. If she can't be Lalandra, I'll take Unless she she's going to be like, I'm not playing Lalandra. I am Lalandra. Yeah. I am Lalandra from the Shi'ar she's Empire. Phoenix. Jessica Chastain like, is actually oh, like a cosmic It's source. another soft reboot and we get a Jean Grey that's actually the right age to play such a oh, nuanced character and an oh actress that can handle it. Wow. It's never going to happen. Could you imagine if she no, that? Could like, that? That could happen. I would be what? okay with that. What they just she... they just play it like what's her name from Game of Thrones on set to like wander around in front of paparazzi. Meanwhile, yeah. Jessica Chastain, Sophie Turner, and yeah. an entire new team is like the X Men. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> on board. I can dream. Uh, Venom production has been delayed to the fall, according to two, uh, uh, let's see, Omega Underground. It was going to begin production September 1st, but a lack of available crew pushed the date back to October 23rd. Uh, so how does that happen? I don't know. How do you show up on set and go? We're missing a grip, a gaffer, a sound guy. Maybe we should wait. I'm uh, we can't really talk about it long because we have to keep moving. But (laughs) uh, that's a first. I've never heard. I don't know, man. Venom's the one. That's the one that's making me nervous. That and Silver, Silver and Black. I'm just like, I want to see these movies, but what are you doing, Sony? As long as Tom Hardy keeps posing with fans with a Venom helmet, I'll stay excited. Uh, Black Panther, Eric Killmonger. And everyone note that Black Panther was not first. No. He got back (laughs) from the desert and Black Panther was not (laughs) first. No, because here's why. No, here's why. Here's why. Because I don't. I don't like this story because that suit doesn't look like what I saw in the trailer. Oh. Well, it's a toy. 
well, it can be a toy all at once, but toys can be pretty like yeah. Iron Man looks like Iron Man, and and Magneto looks like Magneto, and Juggernaut doesn't have his helmet on. He doesn't, but like he doesn't look like the he doesn't look like uh, Eric Killmonger in the movie for you. Is no, the suit so doesn't. Like, yeah, the I get suit, what you're saying. Like it's like ooh, here's a look like at his suit. No, a, it's not. That's a not variant, a variant. A variant cover. It can be a variant <laughs> cover. I just don't feel like this is. I, like I want to talk about it, but like yeah. there's a part of me is like. I don't feel like that's the suit that I saw. That doesn't represent yeah. the suit that I saw. Like the suit that I yeah, saw was, was really and golden. cool. Yeah, like that's supposed to be the suit. That's, that's well, like, well that's, that's the toy suit. Okay, that's, that's like, it's weird to adapt it. I'm just, a skew I'm just prototype. Saying. Maybe they ran out of gold. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know those toy companies using <laughs> real gold. It's a problem. We don't have a crew for Venom. We don't have any gold paint for Black Panther. What do we do? Paint over the silver things. Marvel really running out of money. You guys. Oh gee, yeah, yeah. They don't have the economy of, like, the sixth largest nation in the world. <laughs> when I yeah. think of Marvel, I think of Pigeon Pennies mm-hmm. around out of money. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so, anyway, yeah. that's that's going on. Yep. Uh, God, I really hope that they release a trailer soon. I want you to see it so bad. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> my head to, like, explore. Uh-huh. It'll be on Thor. Well, well it, it has be, to be, right? It has to be with Thor because, I mean, like, it comes out, out in February. February. Right. Like, I mean, everybody's all, you know, Avengers 4, Avengers 4. And it's like, it's great, cool, I'm all about Avengers 4. But uh, Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> four months after November. That's, gonna, that's a lead. So, that's a wait for No, it. like, my, my guess is that we'll see a trailer in the next six weeks. What, it's it's September now. No, I know. Okay, so you think late October. Maybe attached to Punisher now. They wouldn't do that. No. No, Weird. I, I think it has Thor. to be attached to Thor. I mean, it has to be. It's seven weeks out. Yeah, my, my like guess November is that 3rd? it comes out like the third week of October. Okay. okay. That's my guess, which okay. is about six weeks from now. So. Okay. And then no later than Thor. No, oh, no it can't no come way. out after Thor, but it has yeah. to, like, typically the, the, the pattern is it'll come out six months before release. Mm. But they also want to time it with the release of Thor so that they can put it in front of the trailers, but they don't want it to be out too soon in front of Thor so that people have kind of already lost the luster for right. it. So yeah. They want it to be about two weeks before the release. That is about five months before All right. the, the film hits I theaters. So mm-hmm. that's my guess. Second or third week of October is my guess for a full, first full trailer for Black Panther. Then Christmas time we'll see a <laughs> holy, holy, holy balls, this is the best Best trailer ever. Yeah. This is everything my favorite. Get ready uh, for those reaction videos, Marquia. Yeah, I'm going I'm to have to keep my phone with me at all times. Uh, uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, Hawkeye being Ronin in Avengers 4, maybe? What? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's a thing. It's well, it's news about... to me. I missed this page somehow. <laughs> I'd like to talk about it. I love Ronin. All right. Uh, MCU Exchange doesn't give a full spoiler, uh, full spoiler for its source provided, uh, but uh, they believe, uh, they, they have heard that Hawkeye will be uh, taking on the identity of okay. Ronan. So we know he's, he's not a scroll. He's not a scroll. He's not most a scroll. likely. Don't kill his family. That uh, means they have to kill his family because uh, he's a Ronan. My my guess is that his family uh, dies. That it sounds in, like it. in Infinity War. And then well, he has to mm, think yeah, about it. We always said Hawkeye would survive. We didn't say his family. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, so, that's so dark. I love Hawkeye's yeah. family. That's like my yeah, favorite I, scene I in actually, Avengers too. I actually thought that the family was going to die in Age of Ultron. Well, because Joss Whedon directed it, so I was like, there they go. Yeah, there they go. Like Joss Whedon is not afraid of killing people. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I love Ronan. I love the character and it's also like a character I never thought I'd see on screen so that'd be cool because yeah. he kind of like becomes like Ronan is a mantle adopted by multiple heroes so it'd be yeah. cool going mm-hmm. forward to see Ronan pop back up as different people and be like Ooh. Yeah, yeah yeah and he did adopt the mantle of Ronan post House of M mm-hmm. like, like what, 2006 2007 he was right. like he was that for a year and no one knew it was Clint Barton which is cool 
which is cool. Yeah. Um, they were like, wait, you're back from the dead? He's like, yeah, I'm back from the dead, and I'm a ninja. Deal with it. <laughs> I just have to be a ninja now, and I got I swords, you guys. I got yeah. swords, not a bow and arrow. I can still use them. For, for no. some reason, my long-range fighting skills also adapt to these short-range weapons. It's fine. It's, <laughs> yeah. fine. it's fine. Don't question Ignore it. Ignore it. it. I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm a ninja now. <laughs> it's okay. I got this. Uh, but that also goes hand-in-hand hand with him having a mohawk uh, in that one picture where he's yeah. kind of hinted yeah. at having a mohawk. Mohawks are always cool. Mohawks always go no- mohawk. Well, if you can pull a mohawk off. I could never pull a mohawk off. I've had a mohawk. You could probably pull a mohawk off. I'm done. I would totally oh. do a mohawk. I've done faux You could totally yeah, do yeah. a I've mohawk. I've done curly faux hawks you, before. Yeah. Purple curly Storm. faux hawks. Always halfway there, man. Kinda, eh, you could pull off eh, a mohawk. Yeah. You could pull off a mohawk, yeah. Yeah, yeah you totally could. Okay. Uh, I cannot. I, I would look terrible. Like, I've got the widow's peak. you got peak. The I could. straight hair, though. Your hair always looks so, like, even in the desert, magnificent. You have a good, it's, it's good. Don't change. I'm not planning to. New casting call hints at Nick Fury's appearance in Avengers 4. Uh, this is by no means guaranteed, but there is uh, in Atlanta there was a casting call for body doubles uh, for Avengers Four, uh, and the casting call is for a man who looks African American, is thirties uh, to is in his thirties to fifties, is from six two to six four, and has a chest size of thirty eight to forty. Uh, it's very specific uh, call. It gets more specific. Uh, yeah, it gets even more specific. Yeah. The applicant will also. Need to be bald and must have a goatee or facial hair that you are willing to cut into a goatee to match the actor. Casting call calls Why for Samuel L. Jackson. Because you're putting quotations on every word. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that this was all in quotes. It's that clapback on Twitter. It's like that, but in real life. Yeah, this is all in quotes. And, uh, uh, is it just at the beginning and at the end? No, people watching need goatee to know that this is in... or facial hair. <laughs> You guys are jerks. <laughs> uh, but I, I, he's been, he's not in Infinity War, mm-hmm. but he is in Avengers 4. And I, but we also know that he's in Captain Marvel. Scroll. So, yeah. it, like, maybe they're playing with that. I like, think in some cool. way. Maybe. Or maybe he's like the watcher on the wall, like they did with the Infinity thing and mm-hmm. the, or the original Sin. Uh, with the original Nick Fury, who'd been missing for ten years or whatever, he's like, "Oh, I've been in space watching out for all of you." Like, can we also know that he's that? That's Samuel amazing. Jackson is so amazing that he's sixty-eight, and they're calling for a thirties to fifties. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, we need someone twenty to forty years younger than this man. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, good man. for Sammy Jack. Yeah. Well, you saw him hit man's bodyguard. Yeah, he was just rocking it. it. I'm just very. Is, proud. He, what, yeah. is that a fun movie? That's a super fun, fun movie. It I mean, like, <laughs> it's a buddy cop movie. I love your buddy Khan movie. Yeah. movie. Yeah. It's pretty like you said it almost like Matt Key. It's yeah. just super fun. <laughs> I wish I enjoyed it more than no. I expected. It's, I mean, think about it. You've got um uh, you've got Nick Fury, Deadpool, yeah. and you've got Elektra in it. Yeah, Elektra's the the well, Avengers. Well, Young is in it. Yeah. He's in oh it. Oh my god, that's yeah. awesome. Deadpool and Elektra v Samuel Jackson. It's great. Mm-hmm. And right. at one point, there's a chase scene between a boat, a bunch of SUVs, and a motorcycle, and I was like, this is everything I needed. Yeah. Like, it just went full-bore 90s action movie. I love it. All right. Let's get into our big stuff today. Thor Ragnarok set visit. Uh, a lot of a lot of other uh, places got to go to the set and look at this stuff. Uh, so what are you talking about? I heard <laughs> A lot of other places. Lot of other places. Uh, we specialize in Marvel, we know, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, that's cool. Oh, it's fine. It's, fine. it's cool. It's not their it's next cool. movie for us uh, to have news about. Oh, no, yeah, what whatever. is this? Matt Key tears? Oh, uh, are they delicious? Do they They're keep delicious. you delicious. Your yeah. tears are delicious. <laughs> uh, so let's start off. Take a YTD says, Thor can't come back from Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I think, I mean, okay. 
Looks yeah. bold statement. Bold statement. Big, big uh, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, Take away TT and the set visit said. Uh, this is the direct quote from comicbook.com. Uh, we do a lot to this character in this film. You know, a lot of people have been wanting to see this idea of Ragnarok. A lot of people are excited by the idea of what Ragnarok means. To me, it means stripping down the establishment of what's already there and then building it up in a new way. It is almost like this cyclic idea of Ragnarok. Um, then he goes into I uh, say... So there's my own personal idea of Ragnarok, what we're doing to the character and to the franchise and to the story, but in a way where what comes out the other end is way more exciting and interesting in a way you can never go back from that. Uh, so there's also, uh, by the way, I should mention possible spoilers. If you're like, like just hate spoilers more than anything in the world, uh, there, there could be some in what we're, all yeah, the stuff that we're talking about. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot to suggest that uh, Odin is out of the picture at the very as of the very beginning of uh, the film, i.e. Uh, Thor. So let me actually let me start here. Uh, Thor Ragnarok apparently starts <laughs> with Thor and Muspelheim fighting Surger. So like in the trailers where you see him all chained up and he still has his long hair and he's even in the narration he's like the record scratch. Yeah, and he's like he's like I suppose you're wondering how we got here. You know, like, yeah, we are all wondering that. <laughs> Apparently, it starts in Muspelheim. Like, it starts with him fighting Surtur. Like, Fantastic. The, nice. like the, 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 no problem with that. Yeah, the, the TV trailer that just came out where... It, oh, man, I forgot to put that in there. TV trailer that came out oh, last week yeah. where he's fighting a fire giant that mm-hmm. either could be Surtur with a Twilight Sword or just a, a random fire giant. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's, like, in, in Muspelheim shielding himself from the flame and, and fighting. You just got to say random fire giant about a movie that's coming out in February. I know. Fire November. That's, that's oh, real, real exciting. Eat it grounded and real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got random fire giants. Maybe yeah. Dark I mean, Sword. That's, that's the... That's the that's, I don't want to, like, compare Marvel to Fox and everything else and say Fox is doing it wrong, because they're not. Like, Fox no, did, they did Deadpool, Logan. Logan. So like, right. They did it right. But, like, there's something about Marvel just embracing the nuttiness of their universe where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah... Yeah, that's awesome. And, yeah, that's and hiring a director yeah. that's weird. Hiring a director that loves what comedy. A, what a weird yeah. choice, too. Like it's like they saw like Ghost, the like the, and... the Ghostbusters reboot, and they're like, you know what, Chris Hemsworth's really funny. We should we should lean into that. Take away TV. You interested? Oh yeah, I'm interested. I'll do it. Yeah. So <laughs> no I rules. Just, okay. Yeah. Like, I, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited for it. So yeah. uh, it starts there, but then uh, when Thor still has his long hair, we see him in New York. When Hela grabs Mjolnir and, and decimates it, mm. Loki is also in that shot. Like, not in the shot of her blowing it up, but in the far-off shot where, oh. like, she catches it. You can barely nice. see him, but if you freeze it, you can see him there. Thor, Loki, in New York, most likely looking for Odin, who's not in the picture and never seen in any of the trailers. Maybe he dies in the first five minutes of the film, and now Thor's like, I've lost Odin, and I've lost Mjolnir. Uh, I'm screwed. <laughs> like, and yeah. now I'm on a planet fighting Hulk with none of that. Oh no! Um, so that is kind of where that's where my thinking is going. Personally, what do you guys think about that? 
I think there's a little bit of time with Doctor Strange hunting. Uh, I think there's going to be mm-hmm. some time where sure. they're looking for Odin. So I think maybe there's flashback continuity stuff where they like go back and forth to trying to find it. And they're like, I think in the first act we'd lose Odin, Odin but I don't think it's in the very very beginning because that wouldn't allow for enough Doctor Strange. That's fair. Because we know he's involved in the, in the hunt. So I, I'd say first act we lose Odin, which allows us to play with time a little fun. I bet we lose him 15 minutes in. So we're splitting the difference between five like and three. 15, 15, yeah. Because yeah. that, that'll be good. like the inciting incident, incident where like into the, where it's like oh no the main character's world has been turned upside down but now he's got a decision to make what's he gonna do with the act break yeah that's yeah, yeah. agreed 15 yeah. minutes o- odin odin is uh killed yep at 15 sir anthony's out sorry matt sorry matt he confirms i i i will stand by that i'll actually huh? put money on he dies somewhere we'll around we'll bring a stopwatch yeah, <laughs> yeah we're watching somewhere between 12 and 15 minutes that's huh? my guess okay. so uh maybe i'm wrong whatever there's there's no money involved. Yeah, but I mean, but <laughs> there's, no money. there's no money involved. Matt Key confirms doesn't understand gambling. <laughs> get out. Get out. You, you can get out. <clears throat> get right out. Uh, Matt Key, what were you gonna say before Koi was rude? Uh, no, I was just thinking because like um you know with uh Taika saying you know Thor can't come back from it. I'm just thinking of what are all these huge forces that are going to have to happen mm-hmm. that is going to ultimately change his character so much mm-hmm. that the Thor that we know does not come back from it. He so, ha- yeah, death of Odin, definitely. Yeah, and know? now there's no one in charge of Asgard. There's no king of Asgard. The Odin mm-hmm. force is just like, what's up? I'm out here, and I'm just kind of floating around. No one has me. So I think the scene at the end of the trailers where... Uh, Hela always goes, I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of? And then he lands and he's got all the lightning the crackling thing, on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. He's he's the new Odin. He's got oh. the Odin force at that point. That's my guess. Like, okay. he's he's resisted being king the entire mm. movie. But when Asgard is back against the wall and about to crumble, he's like, I gotta do something. And that gives and him And I'm the arc. only person who I can. I like that. Because yeah. the first movie gave him the humble, like, you mm-hmm. need to be a man to be a god arc. Mm-hmm. The second movie... Mm-hmm. <laughs> happened. The, the third movie. movie, this gives him an arc that actually gives him a place to grow as a character, which yeah. is what we've been missing. Like, Thor's a great character, but we haven't gotten to see that fully yeah. yet, because the movies yeah. have had their flaws. Yeah, totally agree. I love that. I like that. Yeah, so I think, I think I personally think that's what happens, and he has to go to Sakaar uh, before he can really fully realize that. Now, the big question, though, is why is Hulk fighting Surtur if it starts in Muspelheim? And the only question, like, the answer is to me, either they go back to Muspelheim or Surtur is released by Hela and is in Asgard, and they have to fight him there as well. Mm. So, okay. which is kind of what I was thinking the whole time, anyway, because that's how Ragnarok actually ends right. with Surtur and hmm. Asgard with the Twilight Sword. That and I can't imagine they have Malachith two and... random. Like I don't think they have uh, multiple yeah. giants. I think the fi- it makes sense that Surtur is our guy. It'd be yeah. like another giant, <laughs> well, another fire giant. Just in case you weren't already entertained, here's another one, a little bigger. And now here comes Jotunheim. Oh no, here's some more. It's Laffy. Oh, it's Fire and Ice. It's Game of Thrones. And then John Cena. Still waiting to find out. I know. Still waiting. He's John Cena. He has to be John Cena. He has to be. He definitely enters the ring fighting in the Grandmaster's fight as John Cena. I'm so excited. Like... That's I, the I want, only way I that want it can to go. be like he doesn't understand why he's there. Yeah, like, <laughs> how like, am I here? Like, I I'm fighting John that. I can fight that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And I want there to be alien fans that are like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amazing. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's see. Muspelheim. He's a king. Whatever. Uh, Thor is going to meet his personal hero in Thor Ragnarok. This is another revelation from the set visits. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, talking to comicbook.com slash film screen around a lot of those places said, of meeting Valkyrie, 
It's like Thor's meeting his hero. He's absolutely smitten by her because of her history being Valkyrie and all that. She's also this beautiful woman, so she he's kind of caught off guard. She could have she could have him if she wanted. I think he hasn't come up against that very often. Uh, Tessa Thompson speaking about their relationship says Valkyrie becomes part of sort of a part of his team. She's hanging out on another planet called Sakaar. She's sort of an expat. She is no longer with her tribe of Valkyrie anymore, and she meets Thor and Hulk, and share, they share a similar goal. Uh, they become friends and kind of teammates in a way. So, I guess that's a way of saying she's no longer with her tribe of Valkyrie. Yeah. I guess that's a way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's cool that like the, they were like a tribe of warrior women, almost like mm-hmm. Asgardian Amazons, like... I think that's rad. That's cute. Yeah, so it's uh, like it was her choice to leave. Right? Yeah, she's an expat. Yeah, chased off by Hela, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited to see Thor like stumbling with himself. Like I don't, I, I don't know what to do with someone else who owns me. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what to do with this. Like you own me. You're yeah. amazing. I, I want him to like stumble into an awkward conversation where he just brings up his girlfriend for no reason. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, we apparently find out why uh, he and Natalie Portman are no longer together. Oh, and it's not, not Jane Foster. It's Natalie. It's Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Much like John uh-huh. Cena, it's Natalie Portman. Yeah. Natalie Portman. <laughs> but Jane I Foster's John still Foster. there. That was okay. But Natalie Portman. Yeah. Man, her performance in Black Swan really brought me back to earth. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you for correcting me, Jane Foster. Uh, you were just. <laughs> Spend Boy. one week in the desert, come back with Seth. <laughs> come back with Seth. He's all woke like Jim Carrey, causing problems. Jeez. Oh, okay. uh, we've also got, uh, so comicbook.com listed out a couple of details that they saw. One of the first details, one the one that like caught me the most off guard is that Hela has her power set from the comics, but she's also mixed with Gore the God Butcher. Uh, which I think is really cool. Like, so Gore the God Butcher was in the Jason Aaron run on Thor that started with, I believe, Marvel Now in 2014? No, I think it was 2012. Like, cause oh, wow. Mar- like, this is like, Marvel Now is still before the Secret War. Oh, yeah, and before All New, All Different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this is around like 2011, 2012, maybe 2013, in that span of time. I'm old. Uh, but, uh, Gore the God Butcher. Hated every single god in the universe, which is why he was the god butcher. He was like, you're all hypocrites. None of you actually do good for the people who worship you. Uh, I'm going to murder all of you just to prove that you're all worthless. <laughs> um, and I'm not a god. I don't want to be a god. I don't want people to worship me. I just want to rid the universe of this pestilence of gods. Uh, so that's what he starts doing. Uh, Thor <laughs> is able to defeat him. But one of the cool things that he has is uh, he can he has access to every weapon ever. <laughs> So he's like, I have infinite knives. And that's what we see in the trailers is her ability to do that. So, that's right. uh, But I think that's really, really cool. Uh, and I really kind of hope that she has a similar motivation of gods are dumb. <laughs> like, I want to get rid of all gods. It's like, except me, I'm cool. Except me, I'm cool, but like, but, you know, all you guys have got to go. Mm-hmm. And that would explain getting rid of Odin. That would explain going to Asgard to just decimate it um, as, as she does. I really think Asgard doesn't make it out. I think I'd Asgard. I'd be surprised if it does. Yeah, like I think Asgard gets destroyed in a major way. Like it's like maybe not 100 percent decimation, but I think it's like 15 percent of it is left. Like like Superman. Yeah, doesn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. like Superman. Exactly. Like so Superman. many people died. So many people. So many people. 
I just love that. Okay. So many people die. So many people. Uh, we also have Grandmaster as a brutal dictator, similar to the Red King and Planet Hulk. I don't think any of us are surprised by that. But this is kind of big. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is the cosmic universe equivalent to Winter Soldier. Where okay. So where Winter Soldier was like, peace out, shield. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, kind of what's, what's going on right now. Uh, actually, I've got a quote here from producer Brad Winderbaum saying, it's much like how Winter Soldier kind of took a lot of ideas off the playing field to make it harder for the Avengers in, in Age of Ultron. Similar thing to that. This whole cosmic world of the MCU was like, okay, you had Thanos, and you had Chitari, and you had all kind of threats from above coming, but you also have Asgard, and you have these protective forces out there. We make it much harder for those protections to come help our heroes. So I think what's going on with what he's saying is, between Asgard and maybe Doctor Strange, or the the, the masters of mysticism, uh, mystic arts, uh, they're keeping a lot of these threats away that we've never even heard of in the movies because that's a whole other movie, like yeah. keeping this threat away from Earth. Now those safeguards are gone, those shields are gone, and now cosmic forces are just like invading Earth left and right. It's kind of like the Outer Guardians in Sailor Moon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, that um, one was for Ollie. <laughs> Don't worry, I understood you. I got you, girl. Don't worry. Um, so I, uh, I, 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 yeah, I think Asgard probably... <clears throat> is gone. Like at least a lot of the protections that they offer have to be taken away in some capacity. Maybe it's just that Hela is able to reduce the God's power in some way by killing them, by killing them or by like finding a way to steal it. But I, I think mm-hmm. probably almost everyone in Thor dies. Like it's going like, to get real dark. Including the warriors in that? I think the warriors three are certainly uh, hurt. As yeah, because well they're not standing on that rainbow road. With they are not. The other, so they are not. I I think it's entirely possible that uh, they they all get wiped out. Yikes! Um, I don't think this is going to be a happy movie. It's called Ragnarok, and it looks funny. It looks real funny. Yeah. And in fact, I think that the, uh, one of the rumors from a couple years ago is that they had to have <laughs> writers come in and rewrite it to make it more lighthearted, and then they brought Taika Waititi in. I think it's so dark. They're like, we've we got to figure out a way to balance yeah. this, yeah, because people die. Like, we've like, got to figure this out, you know? That's so. how darkness works, is if you don't have the light, you don't feel it. Like, you don't care if it's all foreboding and dark. Yeah. And, like, it's why It was good, because the kids were so funny oh, and charming. Yeah. That's the scary. It was great. That's the balance, though. Like, the comedy has to make you care about them enough that when yeah. someone dies, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. So, I think it makes sense to hire a director that's full comedy for a movie about the end of days. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do, too. So, uh, yeah, we also have new character posters, but we can just cycle. I mean, they're posters. Whatever. It's fun and exciting. Look, they're they're really posters pretty. are great they, posters. They are great. Oh, they're beautiful, they're, they're yeah. great, beautiful posters. I'm going to say, but... like, the Jeff Goldblum poster. I'm like, oh, my God. How old is he? <laughs> yeah, he looks good, right? We need, a, we need a 50-year-old stand-in for Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and Samuel Jackson. And there, I know. We've got, He's, oh, like, all the way zaddy in it. That's the first image of, like, I think that's the first official image of Odin we've seen in this entire PR campaign. I think you're right. Because he, he hasn't been in trailers and stuff. He, yeah, there's but been an Instagram. There's like been behind the scenes scene. footage. We haven't seen him at all. And even in these character posters, we still don't get the Warriors three or Sif. Right. So and Lo- Loki's yeah. breakdance fighting is fantastic. Oh, I, I right. love this. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see where where are we at? Oh, we're here. Um, so we got those. Uh, Thor. Here's the last bit of uh, from Thor. Thor missed Civil War hunting for the Infinity Stones. So when uh, the Civil War is going on, Thor's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, you guys can fight all you want. I'm concerned with 
much bigger deal than the cosmic universe. Yeah, not you know planet. this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the quote uh, again. This is from Brad Winderbaum, producer on the on the film. Uh, this is a long quote, so bear with me. <clears throat> the journey he's been on at the beginning of this movie. It's not like five minutes after Ultron ends we start this movie. It's a couple years later. And as we know, at the end of Ultron, he started his quest to find the Puppet Master and the Infinity Stones and all that. So when he says Puppet Master, it's because Thor doesn't know who Thanos is. He just knows that someone was playing Loki in Avengers and then uh, in Age of Ultron, something else was going on. Uh, Back to the quote. What he realized really fast, I don't think I'm giving too much away because it's right at the top of the film, but basically that one quest, that universe-ending peril that he was trying to figure out dovetailed or branched off into any number of universe ending perils that he's been adventuring on for the two years leading up to the beginning of this film. Uh, so he's been busy, not just yeah. hanging around with action figures. Yeah. As fun as that was. And, but like, I just, just to point back at this, this is why he's ready to be King of Asgard. He's like, he's stopped just meddling in the affairs of Midgard. Like, which is great. Like, thank mm-hmm. you for protecting Midgard. That's fantastic. But he's uh, shifted his focus to a much broader scale. And that's where Odin was at when he was king of, you've got threats in Jotunheim and Muspelheim. And you've got threats over here. And you've got this Malekith guy coming back. And you've got all these other cosmic threats. And we've got a vault we've got to watch. Like, yeah, Thor was like always like... RPGs in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Thor's all like, I've quests. got Mjolnir and I'm going to go beat people on Midgard. This is fun to... Wait, what's going on? And we have how many threats? Oh, screw this. This is... Okay, we've got to take care of this. That's where he's at now, which is why he's ready to take the mantle of Odin, uh, even if he doesn't want it. Right. I've got a theory. Oh! <laughs> Oli, tell us your theory! Well, that was like a buffy. I don't know if anyone got that. I buffy. totally got okay, it, yeah. Ollie. Once more feeling. Anyway, yep. Betsy in the chat says, wait, isn't the soul stone gold? Look at Odin's character poster. And I believe Odin's character poster. Oh, you know? oh yeah, he was, it was gold. So that's a theory. Oh, that is a theory. That is a theory. Mm-hmm. I still think Heimdall has Heimdall? it. Heimdall? Yeah, I still think he does. I really want, I think it would be so cool if Heimdall had it. Yeah. But it would also make sense for, for Odin if he gets killed off. Odin Behind his eye match. That's true. It's in his eyeball. Just, just in the just eyeball. That amazing reveal <laughs> of Winter That's why it's like Winter Soldier, because the eyeball reveal. The eyeball reveal. Oh, you oh, gotta keep yeah. all your eyes, or whatever that line is. Infinity so Stone. Good. Infinity Stone. Love it. <laughs> Can't wait for Eye Patch Origins, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Who was that in the chat? That was Betsy. Well done, Betsy. Okay, well, well done. done. Well done, Betsy. That's a, that's a solid idea. Yeah, because uh, we, we, we know he gets visions, like, right away. Of course, I'm talking about mm-hmm. Thanos. But, yeah. like, I'm trying to picture, like, when when we saw the picture of it, that he had a, a stone in there already. And I think that was Visions. Yeah, I'll I can't remember. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, we have this last quote. We find Thor as a lone gunslinger, you know, a guy who's been adventuring around the cosmos for two years right at the top of our movie. He's a more savvy version of the character. In Dark World, he, was, he has trouble navigating that dark elf spaceship, but that's the Thor of the past. And that's why in the trailers here we see him fully capable of piloting a spaceship and firing laser mini guns and as you do and mm-hmm. he's like oh i don't have mjolnir anymore great i'll fly a spaceship and shoot a laser mini gun take it i'm still a warrior <laughs> uh so yeah that's yeah. that's thor that's thor that's the yeah. news that's okay. all the news uh, totally we did it in 45 sense. minutes and now we got 15 minutes to get to the merry marvelites by design because <laughs> oh, cool. we love you guys awesome all right so our shout outs uh, Stephanie! Jandro <laughs> at Seth Amethyst. Thanks for uh, Jacques me. Like Jacques at Darren Jacques. Uh, Laura Mosley at Laura E. Mosley. Chris at Chris underscore YG93. 
Glorious Greg at XGHilly929, Daniel at DNA Alien Prime, <laughs> Mike Clark at Nonviolent69, uh, Calum Kitchen206 from Instagram, Matthew Picknett at Matthew underscore Picknett, Michael White at Fet K Kane32, Evan at Harris Harris CV. Nine. Angry Wet Cat at Joshua Never Josh. Angry Wet Cat. <laughs> I nice. like that. Uh, Bark at Birds underscore. What are they? The name best. On Twitter. Yeah. Best Ricky Alsace at Vegito247. Uh, so from Corey Matson on YouTube, you know when you have your favorite food too much and so you change it up and it hits the spot? I love these Marquia and Allen vids just like that. Also, I haven't seen him on the video version until now, but you guys aren't joking when you say Ollie Dreamboat. Ooh. I've always found his voice soothing, but Dreamboat indeed. Ha ha. Indeed. Oh, so nice. oh. oh my Ooh. goodness, you are a Dreamboat. Yeah, I'm Dreamboat. Corey Matson, thank you. Yes. And so, questions. Oh, uh, this is from Lewis Cox um, from the live chat. What did Coy and Matt think of Inhumans? I still haven't had a chance to see it. Oh. Like, it, it came out It came out the week we're at Burning Man. Okay. What's funny about Burning Man and what most people don't realize is that when you get back from Burning Man, you're not actually back because you still have to clean all your stuff. Like, there's still a lot of, like, getting back into the real world kind of stuff oh. that you have to do. Uh, and I have looked every single day for showtimes. It shows once a day, not close to my house. Yep. And it's, like, 1045 in the morning when I'm at doing other work. Great sign. Right. So, so uh, you just might not see it until I'm, I'm, the premiere. Until the if it's still out Friday, that's the next day I have free I think time. They took the, down okay. from two weeks down to one. Yeah, I think they, so. they did. The run. Well, zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's doing great. Yeah, it's doing real well. Making numbers. One point five million <laughs> opening theatrical. Yeah. Wait, did you see it? I, 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 I. Uh, I acknowledged my willingness to live and didn't oh. go to see. I just want to keep enjoying my I, life. <laughs> I, I want to see. Ollie saw it, and Ollie yeah. brought us back oh, yeah. this oh, yeah. oh, really adorable. awesome I got one, special. I got one for you too. Chloe. Special oh, ticket. Yeah, yeah uh, we we had a really good conversation about yeah. it. Uh, Zach went on a rant. Uh, we had Doom. Doom? Yeah, oh, Doom was yeah. here for it in Humans Rant. In fact, I kind of think y'all planned Burning Man just so that you wouldn't have to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, the Inhuman show that exactly I did. That's exactly what it was. 20 plus years ago, we started this little thing in the desert so there we could go. miss Inhumans in the future. But we didn't start going until, <laughs> until just very like recently. a couple years ago. Yes. Just I knew it was part obvious. of your plan. Yeah. I knew it. We saw a lot of Inhumans out in the playa, but <laughs> not a lot of people saw them in theaters. And they were great. They were amazing and fully not grounded. Yeah. Or as, as, <laughs> they were much more out there than the things you saw in IMAX. Yeah, as, as I was telling Ollie, like, there's there's no theater. Yeah, sorry. In the desert. Like, there's no way for me to go see this yeah. movie when it has multiple showtimes in the day. And now it's like, what's up? Come watch it at 1 o'clock or at 1045. That's it. Yeah. Those are your times. I'm like, ah. Uh. <laughs> we'll it's see. 20 miles away from your from your home. Yeah. Okay, we already talked about Dark Phoenix, so that's that part of mm-hmm. the question. And then, uh, what do you guys think would be the next Marvel Netflix Punisher. series? Moon Knight. Punisher. After Punisher. Oh. <laughs> he didn't specify. He we didn't. already know. Punisher oh. confirmed. We don't know when. Like, Punisher. I, yeah. I know that answer. <laughs> uh, Punisher, then it'll be Jessica Jones, then it'll probably be Luke Cage, then <laughs> yeah. Iron Fist, then Daredevil. And then uh, uh, Defenders again. Then Defenders again. <laughs> uh, if you're a uh, new, uh, I would love to see uh, Moon Knight. I would love to see them start branching off into like yeah. the. Like gory supernatural mm-hmm. stuff that the mar- the movies won't touch. Or I'd like Hulk. for them to do Moonlight, Moonlighting, Moon yeah, Moonlighting, yeah, Moonlighting, Moonlight, but in like a dark mirror type of way, like dark yeah, mirror meets cool. the raid kind yeah. of thing. I still want my Aaron Sorkin uh, She Hulk. Like yeah, that would be awesome. Drama. But mm-hmm. I don't think that would be a Netflix. That's probably more something ABC would do. 
It, yeah, yeah, it is. I just I wouldn't mind it being like the format, the hour, the longer. The yeah. I mean, I know shielded, but I, I that eight episodes or twelve, like right there. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, from AWOL991, also on YouTube, why are so many Marvel women called Jessica? <laughs> Rights issues. Uh, <laughs> Brian, Solid name. Brian Michael Bendis wouldn't, he wanted to write Jessica Drew, and Brian Michael Bendis wasn't the name he is today, so Marvel's like, no, no, no. Can't do make it, Make up yeah. someone new. So he's like, Jessica, not Drew, not Drew, Jones! And then <laughs> Jessica cool. Jones was incredibly popular, so now there's Jessica Jones and Jessica Drew, because Marvel didn't trust Bendis, and now he is their entire cinematic universe. Yes. It's also why so many DC mothers are called Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Chris Clark also from YouTube do you think they will take the Richards wedding from the original Galactus storyline and give it to Tony in the beginning of Infinity War such a cool idea dude isn't that really when, cool when I read that I was like yeah oh wait I, I, haven't, I haven't I've been so focused on the news I didn't see the Marvel what was that do you think they'll take Richards wedding from the original Galactus storyline and give it to Tony oh that would isn't be cool. Awesome. Really cool yeah when I read that I was like guy awesome. yeah that would be First awesome part, be wisdom awesome. I like it that would be awesome yeah uh, hopefully yeah hopefully so Hopefully like, so. I like it. It's like, do it. Um, Work for it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Great. Well, that's that's our show. I want to shout out DN Alien again because uh, he's the one that commented on Whitney's photo. Like, Mike Diva, Matt Keith. Oh, is it really? Yeah, That's yeah. funny. So, like, someone that knew all of our work at, at, like, in a photo, like, reached out and it was very sweet. But, like, all of our different work, Separate not worlds. knowing that we're all actually friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It made me happy. The internet's real big, real small. Like yeah. California. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Los Angeles, like, the Los Angeles... News commentary geek sort of like scape is it's a few thousand slash twelve of us. Yeah, it's, it's relatively small. Like we all kind of actually really know each other and yeah. get along really well. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all the avocados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we have to start signing off. Yes. Uh, Ollie, thank you. Thank you for being here. You're oh, a dreamboat. Of boat. course. Oh, thank you. You're the you're best. You're all dreamboats in my. This Come is on. one big boat, and it's a dream. <laughs> being, uh, being on it with y'all. Let's just call it a dream cruise. <laughs> I love it. Uh, where can people find you? Guys. What are you up to? Where else oh. can we see you? Well, well, well. Find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And if you're into cosplay like me, follow my Instagram page at Ollie Cosplays. Oh, I didn't know you didn't know. No? That's fun. Oh, That's how exciting. Fun. How maybe, exciting. Maybe I'll surprise you one of these days. Yeah, do it. Yes, yeah. do it. Yeah. around the bend. Koi Koi? Koi Boy? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. I do little Instagram reviews about stuff you guys recommend, and I love talking about most things because I enjoy most things. And uh, Burning Man is incredible. It feels good to be back to the real world. And um, I don't know what this fall brings, but I'm very intrigued. Like, I just feel I feel like we're back in, like, it's a new chapter. So yep. I'm like, what's happening? I'm excited to see what's happening. Yeah. Markia. Uh, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Markia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And uh, if you love wrestling, even just a little bit, um, so the May Young Classic has been going on, and the finale is actually tonight, so I'm hopefully going to be live tweeting that. And But you can see the after show. Um, after Buzz TV does the May Young Classic after show, and that would be 7 o'clock Wednesday, where we will cover the finale. We'll also cover uh, the, I believe it was a six-pack that just happened, or it was, um, it was a tag team. I haven't watched it yet. I will watch it. But join me in my all-female panel Wednesday, <laughs> 7 p.m., Awesome. Talk some wrestling with us. Awesome. Uh, before I sign off, I want to acknowledge that we lost uh, an oft not spoken of giant in the comic book industry. His name is Lynn Ween. Uh, he, his name really absolutely should be up there with the likes of Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, uh, Steve Ditko, uh, Carmen Infantino, Siegel and Shoot. Like, yes, those guys are giants. They did amazing, like Superman, Marvel, but 
Lin Ween is the reason we have Marvel the way we do now. Like mm-hmm. he, like he's the one who created Giant Size X Men and the seventy four, I think seventy five, saved that entire franchise. That franchise, uh, under the guidance of Chris Claremont, then went on to help save Marvel mm-hmm. in the eighties and become the biggest thing of the nineties. Like that was their cash cow for twenty years. And it all started with Lin Wein. He also created Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started bringing horror comics back with uh, DC and an artist named Bernie Wrightson. Uh, he edited Watchmen. Like, thing. the dude had his hands on so much. Mm-hmm. He wrote some of the best Batman stories out there. Uh, he died this weekend at the age of 69. Um, beyond all of that, I had the opportunity to meet him on two or three separate occasions. Always nice. Always gracious. Never bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ne- like it, it just an incredibly nice man, incredibly gracious man, and thankful man for what he got to do. Uh, he was a fan, just like us, and he started writing comics and got noticed by Stanley. And uh, there, there you have it. But uh, he's an incredible person. We lost him this week. Um, incredibly nice person. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about him on our Wednesday Club show that I do with Geek and Sundry. That's at seven o'clock tomorrow night. We're doing a an entire two hours on Lynn Ween. So if you want to be educated on who he is and why he's a giant deserves uh, to that you deserve to know, uh, watch that show. Uh, I also wrote about it on Geek Girl Authority and why he like he's the reason I get to read comics and do what I do because he created Nightcrawler and mm-hmm. that's my that's my gateway character. So yes. uh, rest in peace, Lynn Ween. Uh, sorry to end on a sad note, but uh, we can it's make a, it a happy it's note. It's an acknowledgement. Yeah, it's yeah, an acknowledgement. Yeah. It's a happy yeah. note for doing. He was a fan. He got to do. What, he got to do yep. what we'd all want to do. He got to create yep. new characters everybody yep. else loves. So it's a it's yep. a celebration of that man's awesome. And mm-hmm. by the way, his creations are still alive. He created Wolverine. I tweeted an amazing picture of Hugh Jackman shaking his hand at a Comic-Con, uh-huh. and it was like Wolverine meeting the man who made Wolverine, and yeah. that was like, that was the moment like, for me of like, someone, like, I just, like, like, I love that. Hulk 181, that's Lin Wein. Yeah. Like, he invented Wolverine, like. Dude. So, the dude is a giant. Uh, go, like, and celebrate his life this week and go find two or three of his comics. Read Giant Size X-Men. That is critical reading for Marvel history. Uh, and we love you guys, and thanks for watching our show. Yeah, and um, happy birthday to Koi. Happy birthday to Koi. Yes. More, yeah. Yeah. What kind of birthday shout out do you Uh-oh. want? Ooh. Ooh. I want. <laughs> I want uh, a full dreamboat birthday shout out. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. Oh, full dreamboat amongst yourselves. Okay. Some time to dream. Ollie, Ollie, you beat it. We're doing it now. Yeah, we're doing it. Doing it. It's time. That time of year. Uh oh. Yeah. That Koi time of year. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. Oh, Koi boy. Sexy birthday. Oh, I'm going to give you so many oh. gifts tonight. Oh, give sassy. give you so many presents. Production yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you want? I've never gotten the full, <laughs> full three-way version. Going to unwrap <laughs> this present tonight. Yes. <laughs> I'm just talking about this Koi. This boats for you. Uh, <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Happy birthday. All right. On that note, we're signing off. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. ba Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.